Anthony, Joe, wonderful to see you. It's a wonderful precursor to an event I'm going to be moderating this evening with Zatish and Farhan and the two of you. So uh, great to see you guys. How are you? Uh, very, very good. Very good. Thank Having you. Having a great trip. Yeah. I'm really passionate about music, in particular the original motion picture soundtrack uh, of some of your excellent films. I believe Henry Jackman did uh, music for this one. That's right. The Grey Man. If I'm not mistaken, he did 21 Bridges as well as Mosul for you. If you talk me through the music recording process and what Henry brought to the table, I'd be really happy. Henry is so sophisticated as a composer. He's got a really diverse background in classical music, but also in electronic music. You can hear it in his scores. You know, he came up under Hans Zimmer. So he really has a, an exceptional understanding of the craft. But he's also an amazing storyteller. Really, you know, understands how to track character, what the moments are in a movie that, you know, that how to underscore those moments in a way to either subvert audience expectation or uh, support their expectations. And we've just, we've had an amazing collaboration with him for a decade now. Oh, boy, I many films. I mean, 10, 10 movies maybe or more at this point. Yeah. But it, it yeah. began on the first time we ever worked with him was Captain America Winter Soldier. And he, he scored that. <laughs> he scored Captain America Civil War. And yeah, through those experiences, uh, we've just continued to find opportunities with him. Joe, you used the word mentor. You said Henry uh, was mentored by the great Hans Zimmer. That's right. Uh, Anthony, would you say Steve Soderbergh was your mentor, the two of you brothers? Yes, we. yeah, I would say that for sure. We got very lucky in that he saw a, an early film. The first film Joe and I ever made, he saw it at a film festival randomly on a, on a random recommendation. We still find it highly unlikely that it happened. But he responded to the movie and he called us about a week later and said that he enjoyed the film and that we started to get together with him. He offered to produce something for us. It was an incredible boost early in our careers because, you know, the work Joe and I were doing at that time was highly experimental, very like avant-garde style filmmaking. It wasn't a mass audience kind of filmmaking. It wasn't kind of the audience that many people at all were interested in. <laughs> that kind of movie making that anyone was interested in. Fortunately, Soderbergh has the kind of taste that like uh, responded to it. But yes, we sort of were grateful for the fact that he noticed that we had something valuable to offer as filmmakers. And then he was sort of, we watched him go through an arc where he was went from being a very indie filmmaker to becoming a commercial filmmaker, making movies like Ocean's Eleven and Out of Sight, et cetera. And we, we sort of saw him go through that arc and make that transition. And that was very educational for Joe and I to see him embrace that form of storytelling and see what he can do as a filmmaker in that version of storytelling. And I think it very much inspired Joe and I to try to move in that direction as well, because we really do like, we love all sorts of film, but what we really love is we love those films most that everybody has seen and we can all share and it becomes a common experience for all of us. So trying to make commercial films that reach a broad audience, very valuable and goal for Joe and I. That's beautifully answered. Joe, would you tell me what the end credits are what's the terminology it, they're just so beautiful the way you've done them for the gray man is it clay modeling yeah you know? it's a, yeah it's sort of like a pewter uh statuesque reinvention of the events in the film but told backwards so it just takes you back through the movie and some of the more iconic moments which i love because i think it crystallizes uh you know some of the key story elements 
also hits uh, each character. It's a complex movie, the big ensemble, you know, who all get their moments in the film. And, and as you go through that roll call, that incredible cast at the end there, it really gives you uh, an opportunity to celebrate the moments. Uh, they're, they're big moments in the movie. It was created by a very talented visual artist named Aaron Sarofsky that Joe and I have worked with many times on many of our credit sequences throughout our career. Beginning with Community, the Community opening credits. Lovely. I love the fact, uh, Anthony, that you didn't use a prototype of an Indian and just call him an Indian guy. You got into his ethnicity. I'm a Tamil. And the fact that Dhanush is Tamil was said a couple of times in the movie. And I think that is just great writing, getting into the specifics of it. Do you want to comment on that, Anthony? Yeah, sure. I mean, look, we, Joe and I love actors and we're very actor focused, very focused on their process. And so we always spend a lot of time prior to shooting speaking with an actor about the character sort of and sort of trying to draw out of the actor what they're most excited about what they're most interested in what their own ideas about where the character can go or who the character can be so that we can see try to create something together with the actor to make the actor feel most empowered and energized and active in the role and we certainly went through that process with Danush on his character Avik San and certainly bringing that texture into the role bringing a little bit of the essence of who Danush is And especially because, look, we certainly haven't seen that character type very much in sort of international cinema. So it seemed like a fresh opportunity to us. It seemed interesting texture, interesting layer. He brought a lot of interesting layers to that character from the idea of sort of introducing him with prayer beads, you know, that sort of calm focus that he has. It was a great collaboration, but we were certainly excited. That kind of texture we think is meaningful and more interesting. How did you name your company Agbo, Joe? You want to tell us? a? Yeah, I mean, it's a funny story. Years ago, Anth and I uh, were university and uh, we were doing a, a, a sketch comedy show at like midnights on Friday nights. And to draw some attention to the show, we created a fictitious character, a grumpy old man who lived near the university who had gone to the show and, you know, wrote a, a scathing review of it in the university newspaper. We needed a, a fake name for this uh, individual. So we opened the Cleveland phone book of Cleveland is the city we grew up in. Uh, and the first name we found that we thought was uh, a really interesting name was Gozi Agbo. Gozi Agbo is also the name that I take when I uh, do some cameos in the movies. So Gozi Agbo has been really present throughout our entire careers as this, uh, this uh, fictional uh, nemesis. And uh, we, you know, we're naming the company. You know, we sat with a you know a specialist who, who names companies and you know gave us all kinds of uh, crazy ideas and you know after two or three hundred names that we rejected we said you know what let's just go back to the uh, agbo standard you know so we named the company agbo and there's a genre subdivision that we call gozi agbo lovely rudy rudraksh jaiswal loves you randeep huda loves you Rudy's the best yeah. <laughs> yeah. priyanka chopra loves you danush said such wonderful things about you yeah. at, the, at the premiere yeah do you share that love for indian actors i mean we oh see of course we adore India and Indian actors. The film base here is as passionate. It's more passionate than anywhere in the world. I mean, you know, you see a movie here and it comes with an, a completely different level of energy and excitement than anywhere else in the world. The Indian film industry rivals Hollywood for talent, quality, and, you know, it's produced incredible talent, producing talent, directing talent. 
acting talent. And, you know, we're happy to partner with Indian talent to make, you know, projects that have a big international appeal to them. And so I think you'll see us continue to work with Indian talent for many years to come. Anthony Chris Evans' career as an antagonist now <laughs> will be a second phase. No more clean image. Fantastic what uh, Chris and you guys managed to achieve in The Gray Man. Well, thank you. But yes, we look at Chris as an amazing performer. He's very intelligent and he's very adventurous. And, you know, he was looking to do, he's looking to challenge himself. So I think this character certainly was a challenge for him, very different than anything he's done before. But I think Chris Evans will continue to surprise us all. He'll find new ways to to explore what he can do as an actor and to bring sort of interesting and surprising characters to audiences. My last question is, how was your Gujarati dinner last night at uh, Amir Khan's uh, place? Uh, <laughs> Joe, did you so, enjoy that? <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, It was amazing. You know, they had to carry me out. I ate so much food and I finished it off with, uh, I, I believe, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, but Pog, you know, some uh, a nice uh, a beetle leaf digestive pong, at the yeah, end. Pong, yeah, yeah, pong. yeah. <laughs> but it was also really, it was so wonderful to be able to get to know more people within the, the filmmaking community here. It's very exciting and energizing to Joe and I. Great. Joe, Anthony, uh, really appreciate your time. I look forward to meeting you this evening for the talk with Farhan and Ritesh. Which Fantastic. I Good Thank time. you 